There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed full apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Hello, bigots. Hello. Oh, uh, look at all these bigots in the chat. Look at these bigots in the chat. We got the we got the rockfin bigots. We're rocking out with the rockfin bigots over there. We got the rockfin bigots. Look at that. Somebody somebody even thumbed it down on rockfin. We already got a hater over on rockfin. What's up with that? That's the the first thumb down on any of our videos on rockfin. And that's how lovely. How how lovely. You guys, uh, you guys on YouTube, what's happening? What's happening, guys? We got the, the mod squad. Mod squad checking in. My loyal mods. My loyal mods. Remember, guys, we're, uh, we're simulcasting live over on Rockfin. We're going to have some exclusive content to come tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night going live. I'll start out. This is what I think I'm going to do. This is, this is kind of the plan. I think we're going to start out here. Start out here on uh, YouTube, simulcasting to Rockfin, and then probably about 30 minutes, maybe even an hour in, we're going to switch it up. 30 minutes or an hour in, we're going to go over to Rockfin exclusively. And if you guys don't behave, we might do Rockfin exclusively <laughs> uh, just for premium, just for subscribers, because we got we got a special guest. We got Jason Burmis coming on tomorrow. Jason Burmis, you guys remember, you guys all know Jason Burmis, right? If you haven't seen Loose Change, that was a hugely influential film back in the day. Was it like 2005 or six that that first came out? Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. We've got Jason Burmis coming up. We've got some other special things coming up as well. We're going to do more exclusive content over there on Rockfin. And what we might have to start doing, what we might have to start doing because YouTube has completely, YouTube has completely destroyed our ability to monetize anything on this channel and to reach our audience at all. We might have to start doing is we'll do some of these live we'll do some of these live still on youtube but maybe after a week or so they'll go private and then if you want to uh, to access the back catalog we'll have to send you over there to rockfin as a subscriber right we got to get people subscribing over there on rockfin you can make a you can follow the channel on rockfin for free but the subscription for the premium content that's to come, which we're going to have more day in the life vlogs. We'll have some more. Uh, we're we're going to have some good stuff coming up. We're going to have some more uh, quick hot take videos over there as well. So, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have Jason Burmis. He's going to be on tomorrow night. The plan is. The plan is. Oh. Woo. How lovely. The plan is tomorrow, 8 p.m. EST with Burmis. We'll see. Uh, We'll see if that pans out. That is the plan so far. We're going to be going deep. We're going to be going deep, and we're going to be cutting the feed on YouTube. Maybe 44. I don't even know. I mean, we might only stay on YouTube for 30 minutes or so, and then throw it over to Rockfin, where we can say whatever the heck we want. All right, so you guys, the link for... You pull, up, pull up a stream for Rockfin as well. Get off the poo tube, as Mick Ale over there on Rockfin called it. Uh, get off that poo tube and go over there to Rockfin. Pull up a tab on Rockfin and keep the tab up on YouTube. The, the stream quality is fantastic. So you guys watching on Rockfin, hit the thumbs up. I don't know if that helps. I don't know if it's like YouTube where downvotes, upvotes really matter. 
we had one hater. We got one hater actually putting that put that thumb down for some reason. For some reason. All right, so yeah, we got Amanda over there on Rockfin. Mick Ale, Hannah B on Rockfin. We got a we got a little tip over here as well. Jared Hamilton, Jean-Red Hamilton throws two bucks as a tip on Rockfin. You get what's cool about Rockfin too. What's all, there's so many awesome things about Rockfin. First of all, they don't censor me. I can say what I please. I can say what I want. Second of all, they have the tip feature, which works very well. And you could, I think it's the minimum is like two bucks. It goes two bucks, then ten. I think it's two, five, ten, twenty, twenty-five, fifty, hundred. Yeah, up to a hundred dollars, right? So you, I know a lot of you are probably wondering, can I do ten, ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar tip? Unfortunately, that cuts off at one hundred. But you could do like a hundred and fifty. $100 tips if you're really stoked, if you'd like. Um, there's Amanda's right. There's no mask requirements on Rockfin. Of course, if you're wearing it on YouTube, uh, I want you guys, we, we need a mask check. We need a mask check. Let's get those. If you're wearing a mask, we need you to put a mask emoji so that we know you're a good global citizen, that you're properly muzzled up in the chat over there on the YouTube, okay? Ooh, nice water. Um, got my audience here, my live audience. AKA Jessica, she looks very excited. I almost had to turn the camera just so you could see the excitement. Just so you could see the excitement. Um, so yeah, that's what's up. Thank you very much for the tip over there on Rockfin. Uh, Jared, thank you very much. He said, only a small tip tonight, big guy. Hopefully I can support more soon. Hey, well, we appreciate any tips we get. All the tips we get, we appreciate it. You guys hit the likes over there on Rockfin. Hit the like over there on YouTube. Feet tall right now. You guys are making me feel 10 feet tall. You guys are making me feel ten feet tall. We got we got the uh, we got the bigots up in the chat. We got happy bigots in the chat enjoying the stream so far. Even though we haven't even gotten into it today, we're going deep. Today we're going deep. We're talking about exactly what we called out a year ago. Of course, exactly what we told you was going to happen one year ago. Not that uh, not that there's any there's no there's absolutely no pleasure in being vindicated about any of this stuff. I hope you guys realize this. This is not being vindicated in all these things that I've been telling people. Since like 2006, 2007, being vindicated on this stuff doesn't feel good at all. It doesn't feel good whatsoever. There's no, there's no pleasure in being vindicated. But who said back in, what, uh, March, April of last year that we were going to see health passports, vaccine passports, social credits be rolled out in response to this? Uh, who, who told you that? Lots of people told you that, but... Who's the most important person that told you that? Who? Who's the biggest lesbian? Who's, yeah, exactly. Who's the butchest? Who's the butchest lesbo that told you that? This guy. A girl. This woman. Excuse me. Woman with X's instead of vowels. All right? And all, and if you guys, my name now has no vowels. It's all just X's. Freaking bigots. Freaking bigots. I told y'all. And it doesn't feel good to be right. Whoa. Oh, we got, we got the bigots supporting though. Thank you guys very much. Remember these streams, these are 100% supported by you guys. That's why we're having to move over to Rockfin. We get no support on the platform that, we, uh, that we've been helping to build for the last how many years? How many years? Right? Eight. No support. Eight years, eight she years. says. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that we were on this for eight years. eight years. Man, I did YouTube stuff back in 2008 or was it nine? Uh, when did we live in the, in, the, in the shack? That was 2009? Yeah, because we moved 2010. So okay. it was 2009-2010. Like the love police, right? So, 
there was uh, 2009, 2010 was when I first started using YouTube, but this channel's been here since 2014. It's crazy. 2014, and this, uh, this, uh, they've completely destroyed the platform and made it unable, to, uh, made us unable to reach an audience. They remove about 550. This month it was 568. They remove about 500 or so subscribers every month. So make sure you're subscribed, right? To get these links out, I have to depend on manually getting them out to people because they don't notify you, and they will actually remove you from subscribing to my channel. So I have to actually manually send out emails before the streams, which we do. Which we do. Check out in the uh, description of YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. You want to get notified about upcoming streams. There is a link there in the description. And or sign up for Rockfin. Or, exactly, or go over to Rockfin because they do notify. right? But even if you're on Rockfin and you want to sign up for our newsletter to get notified about upcoming streams, we, I'm going to put the, uh, I'll put this in there right now. There you go. There's the link, get notified for upcoming streams. We will email you. We gotta manually email our audience to get the links out. We, we like doing that. We, meaning she likes doing that. Because I don't do that. <laughs> she does that hard, that hard stuff that I pretend I don't know how to do. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you very much. Rockfin, Rockfin is killing it over there. Rockfin, there is an app for iPhone, but just use, browser works perfectly fine. Rockfin browser works perfectly fine. The app for iPhone works really well, and they're working on an app for Android. So it just it works perfectly fine in browser. Um, better than YouTube in some ways. Because, well, first of all, you could say what you want in the Rockfin chat, but that doesn't mean be a bunch of spurred doofuses over there, guys. Don't, don't ruin another platform. You know who I'm talking to. Edgelords out there. Y'all edgelords. Sure, we're still live. Yeah, we're still live. All right, so we got ELC tip 10 bucks over there. Keeping the good, keep fighting the good fight, brother, says ELC. ELC, my dude, hope you're doing well up there. I know, I know you're holding it down over there in California, um, Northern California, holding it down near our old stomping grounds up there in the North California. Thank you very much for that. Really appreciate that. And then big, big ups, big ups to the Art of Truth and Love. The Art of Truth and Love. Top sponsor of the stream so far today. Thank you very much. The Art of Truth and Love sent out sent out a big old healthy super chat. Sent out a big old healthy super chat via Streamlabs. Uh, $50 super chat. Thank you very much. The Art of Truth and Love. Um, the generosity of some of you guys in the audience is not overlooked. We appreciate you guys so much. And we get stoked when you guys show up and, uh, and make these streams worth it. And let us know that you think our streams are worthy of, uh, of your patronage. So... So the Hard Truth and Love says, let's start the day with this link. Sends a link and, the, and sends such a big tip that the link must be, the link will be clicked. So there we go. We're going to hit this one up after I read the rest of these super chats. Another super chat over here via Streamlabs from Kevin. Kevin donated five bucks. Says, did you see the Lil Nas X shoes? Check them out. Thanks for the content. Kevin, for that $5 super chat via Streamlabs. Thank you very much. Yeah, last stream we talked about that. Um... I don't know if you heard, but I got my own shoe coming out. Yeah, my own shoe. It's the little, it's the little AIDS shoe, right? Little AIDS X, the Open Society Foundation X Nike X. Uh, what else was it? Pfizer, and it's called the uh, it's called the PP and the Poo shoe. It's gonna be limited edition. We're only doing four hundred and twenty of them, right? It's gonna cost four thousand four hundred and twenty dollars per pair. Uh, I mean, it's, that's a good deal. I mar that's actually, that's 80% off as well. The original price is much higher. 
but we marked it down 80%. Limited run, the PP and the Pushu. It's got 420 cc's of toilet water from, uh, from, from the most disgusting clubs you could ever imagine. Uh, raw toilet water, 420 cc's, and then one, yeah, as raw, unfiltered, um, uncut. And then one drop of Lil AIDS, actual AIDS infected blood. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you, if you, if those things break open, you might have to quarantine for a couple years, yo. If those, if the, if the little gel caps on the bottom of those break open, you might be infecting some homies. So you got to watch out. The PP in the, in the poo shoe is about to drop. I think it's going to be, it's going to be on 420. Yeah. So there you go. We're, we're taking over. Little AIDS is, uh, little AIDS is, is bringing it up to the next level. And, uh, we, we I don't think, uh, little punk ass, little Nas, little nasty, little Nas can handle it, man. Um, he thinks he's so cool cause he's, cause he, he's humping up on, humping up on Satan's dingling, but, uh, yeah, the little, little AIDS is coming for him. Little AIDS about to go viral, about to spread a little AIDS all over the internets, those shoes. All right. 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 Let's see. Here we go. Got another one from Mick Ale. Mick Ale, thank you very much. Mick Ale donated 10 bucks. Says, I'm a good global citizen. I wore 100 masks today and passed out for no reason at all. He passed out for no reason at all. That's tight, man. You, you get, you earn a, you earn one, you earn 420 social credit points. How about that? Pano Costuros donated $5 and one cents. Said the good thing about this whole Kufku thing is I was able to meet this nice girl near me who would have moved back to Romania in 2020. Never would have met her. She may or may not be the one. Thanks, Gil Bates. Thanks, Kufku. <laughs> Pano, that's awesome, man. Hey, uh, wishing you, hopefully it is, maybe it is, God willing. Um, that, that would be awesome. I think there are a lot. A lot of people have turned the uh, turned the curses into blessings here during the during the koof koof. But I'm glad you're doing well. Um, thank you for that ten dollars super chat. I pre- oh, no, five dollars and one cents. And then Kevin up there uh, donated five bucks. Says Pfizer shoes. Let's go. That's right. Pfizer. We got we got the Pfizer. The Open Society Foundation also co- collaborating on these limited run sneakers. They're gonna be really cool. They're gonna be really really cool. I'm, I'm excited. They're gonna be as the kids say. Lit. You're gonna be lit. Lit, lit, lit. Alright. Alright, 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 alright. Here we go. Got this link right here. Right here. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. We're gonna we're gonna take a little little walk down memory lane today. Kind of. Alright, but first of all, big shout out to the Art of Truth and Love. The Art of Truth and Love, and to everybody else who supports the stream, the big patrons out there, the Art of Truth and Love wanted to check out this video. And Hey, for, for those for those big fat donations, we will we we do do a little bit of jukebox in here as long as it you know if we're live on YouTube as long as it doesn't get us kicked off YouTube, which I trust the art of truth and love. Then we watched we watched one of this guy's videos last week, Clay, Clayton Jennings. This is my art, Clayton my release Jennings. To release. And when I see Jesus, I'm gonna fall at his feet. I'm six foot three, but won't feel so tall when we meet. Approach you slow while I crawl on my knees. God, you should know that you're all that I need. Frozen to snow, but you set me free. I've chosen to flow, devil let me breathe. Got a few more years of this poetry in me. God, it's you who plucked me from obscurity. Rushed to rescue me while the devil was hurting me. Hushed the Now, now do you guys think this is gonna go, it's gonna go viral mainstream? The gospel 
can't be canceled. Nobody, no lobby, no liar can stop it. Toss me your mic, but be warned that I'll drop it. A little like Elon got launched like a rocket. I like that piano. That piano is nice. Me. Now I use that mic that I dropped to mop it. Untouchable, gates of heaven. Not even my haters can knock it. And God I trust, but I don't trust the government. Question if they're factual. How are they supposed to back our capital if they couldn't protect the capital? Bonus bonus points for not having some some ratchet ass bitch twerking, right? He's got bonus points for not having some infected, infested ass whore twerking on a stripper pole that has a you know covered up covered up girl with a flag. Oh, this guy looks a little depressed though. Yo, get up! Get up! We became deaf to the spiritual, mute to the monsters. I hear a voice from heaven, God, it's you and you got this. Holy Ghost Rider, I'm consistently constant with this content. I don't have riches, no chains, not even enough fame to flaunt it. But then I think about your stitches, the names you were called and the whips you were flogged with. You were made poor for me in my poverty. I'd rather be penniless than choose parasites over paradise. Demons repeating the devil's lies. Didn't work once, won't work twice. Repetition doesn't mean submission, but parents try. And if your dad or mom said that God isn't real, then your parents lied. Pushed you to depression, suicidal thoughts, don't you dare die. You are here on accident. God has a plan for your life. And some of you wonder why I'm so passionate. This is my life. You'd spend yours trying to help the hurting too if you've had the visions I've seen with these eyes. Teenage suicides, grief after homicides, greeting grieving mothers with tears in their eyes. My son posted your poem the same day that he died. A final note to the world and I wipe my eyes. My daughter followed you but struggled with suicide and followed through. Hey man, is it too late for me to be calling you? I'm struggling. Man, my mission is smothering. But then I remember the call and God's covering. Sinner turned son, my salvation came suddenly. I was this is the second one that uh, that the Art of Truth and Love is sent from Clayton Jennings. I like it. I'm telling you lovingly. It's wholesome. It's not too late to one end of your life. Don't wait until tomorrow to make things right. Don't forget who you are. You were made to fight. Dementia to the demons who made you cry. Glory to the king who saved your life. Because he's the same king who saved mine. Where, where's the Nike swoosh? Where's the Nike swoosh? What? You guys think he's going to get those Pfizer, Open Society Foundation, and Nike collab points? I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if he's going to be getting those Pfizer, Nike collab points. Thank you very much. Art of Truth and Love. Art of Truth and Love. Thank you so much. We got... Here we go. Let's get into the, uh, the task at hand. The task at hand. Thank you guys for the support. Those initial stream labs. We are talking today about... Where'd it go? I got the wrong one pulled up. One moment. Let me, let me organize this. All right, here. We're going to start out. We're going to start out light. We'll start out light. And then we'll move into the heavy. Start light, move into the heavy. I mean, none of it's light, but... All right. Back to Sesame Street. Back to Sesame Street. As a... As a... Uh, as a woman, as a as a BIPOC woman, right? As a as a Latina, and I'm a Latina. In case you didn't notice, let me let me prove to you. Let me show you. There you go. Proof that I'm a Latina. Soy un Latina, una Latina. Because I'm a Latina, we gotta learn a little bit about race today, eh? 
We're gonna learn a little bit, about, a little bit about race. Are you racist out there and shit, eh? And, and who better to teach my kids about race than Sesame Street homes? This is, the, this is ideas for families. This is on Sesame Street and communities, my our new favorite YouTube channel. Ideas for families. Talking about racism for the first time and taking a stand against it can feel daunting, but there are some things parents can do to move past fear and into action. Learn more about coming together, talking to children about race and identity at sesameworkshop.org slash coming together. Remember, this is, this is your tax money. This is our tax dollars. This is our tax dollars going into this. One of the earliest um, steps that I took in my own journey was diversifying. Yo, who does who does who does white bitch talking to me about race? Hey, you ain't you ain't even brown. You ain't even you ain't even a Chicana. What you doing, girl? Look at this hyena. Look, she she looks like my boy Hector's hyena. She probably like six foot eight, Holmes. Six foot eight tall white girl trying to tell me about race, man. What's your kid? Your kids, your kids probably never even eaten. Your kids probably never even eaten a Lucas from the ice cream man, eh? Your ice cream man, you you probably don't have no ice cream man in your uh, in your neighborhood, girl. Our home, what we sell in our home. So the art that's on the walls, it was originally very white, white artists and white depictions. White uh, the children's books that we had, lots and lots of white characters, and so making sure we had you know, different shades of skin represented in, in our dolls and the videos that they watched. And so we really have to be mindful of what we're bringing into the home. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful quote. We really we really have to, like, be mindful of, like, what we're, like, bringing into our home, you know? Gotta, like, be so mindful. We agree. <laughs> you know, what shows are, are your children watching? If, if they watch TV, uh, is the protagonist always a white person? You know, uh, in the books, is the the non-white friend, you know, just the sidekick always, you know? Um, and, and the thing is, it's important because for for uh, children of color... <laughs> why is it important? <laughs> Tell us why it's important that... Okay, let's, let's hear this. For children of color, why is this important for Shannon Evans? For white-ass Shannon Evans? Look, they have the same... They have the same... <laughs> they have the same white wine mom room decorations in the back, right? Look at that. They both have a, a, a single plant. Look at that white wall. Both of them have... The, now, the, uh, the BIPOC educator, she has slightly off-white, which she gets bonus points for that. But we're going to have to... Yo, Shannon Evans. Yo, yo, Hector's Heine. Shannon. Yo, we, we got we to gotta check out your room, eh? We got to get some decorations up in your room. We got to get like a... We gotta get like a like a wrestling mask up there, man. Like a like a green black wrestling mask in the back there. Like a, we get like a like a blood in blood out poster up in the back there, Essie. We get like a when you put like some uh, put like a like a like a Virgin Mary like like a Virgin Mary like going like down on like down on one knee like crossing her arms in front of her and shit. <laughs> for for. Uh, children of color to see themselves, you know, uh, in the main role and, and in the primary role, but it's also important for white children 
to see children of color in the main role, in the primary role, uh, to, to have an, a grounded idea of, oh yes, we can all be all things. We can all, you know, uh, be represented. The public library is usually an amazing resource, um, not just to bring in those awesome books, but you usually see a little bit of everyone at the public library. So I think <laughs> we go at the public library and we go, we go BIPOC watching, okay? Like I bring my children, we dress up, um, we, my daughter, I dress up my daughter like Cardi B. My son, I dress him up like Lil Nas X, okay? Like, I, I bring them. Uh, my four-year-old son, who we've legally changed his name to Lil Nas X, we, we bring him down into, into the library, and we just, we watch browns. I'm sorry, um, we watch uh, people of color. Um, we watch them, you know? We just, we observe. Uh, sometimes we, we, we toss change at them. We just throw, throw some change. We, we know they can use it. Um, you know, we, we, we've taken... We've taken, we like to tithe. We actually like to tithe about 0.01% of our stimulus checks. Uh, we've tithed some of our Biden bucks to, to the BIPOC families that we see at the library. Um, you know, we just, we just sit there and we watch. We sit there and we watch. We, we, we educate, you know, we do, we do commentary. And uh, it's, it's, it's really educational. You know, we just, oh, look at those. Look at the little, look at the little family. They must be like Salvadorians or something. And then, oh, look at the little, look at the black family. They're black, and they're, they're black with a capital B. Yeah? It's amazing. For most people, that, that is a really great place to hang out. Um, also, I think it was Patricia who said, you know, the parks that you go to. I think that we can really kind of stick to, if we are living in an all-white neighborhood, probably go to the parks that are closest to your neighborhood. Because... Um, yeah. <laughs> If you do live in an all-white neighborhood, you should probably go to the go to the BIPOC neighborhoods and go to the parks. But we haven't really been brave enough to do that yet because we're just. <laughs> because she looks up to the she, this bitch is not going to any car any any Mexican or black parks. <laughs> well, she, she probably know Mexicans where she lives. She probably lives in like the East Coast somewhere. Let's, I want to hear that again. I think that we can really kind of stick to, if we are living in an all-white neighborhood, probably go to the parks that are closest to your neighborhood. We go to, like, the indigenous parks. <laughs> so we try, we look on, we go on Yelp, and we find reviews for the indigenous parks, and we just, that's where we go. Um, but is that really the place where you're going to get the best taste of, um, all the different variety of people in the world. No, it probably isn't. So where can you take your kids? Sometimes it's worth it to take trips out of town. If you live in a place that is exclusively white, you know, go to the nearest big city, go to the- Go to 7-Eleven, you know? It's like we go, sometimes at night when our children are having trouble sleeping, it's like we, instead of reading them a book, we, we go, we go diverse, we don't go on diversity watches, right? We go down to, we go down to the city nearby. We go to 7-Eleven, right? We go, we go hang out at Circle K in the parking lot with the lights off in the car and the doors locked. Um, you know, it's just like we, it, we, we do these things to, to help our children to learn. <laughs> Art museums there. Go to the public libraries there. Go places where um, it's normal to be around people who don't look like you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Sesame Street. <laughs> Coming together. Coming together. Sesame Street is just, they're so helpful. They're so helpful.
We're gonna do one more. We got. We gotta do. In this video, we see how Elmo's parents handle their own feelings of frustration and find balance between responsibility and play. Now, the, I don't. They, they've started doing these ones where it's just. Uh, <laughs> it's it's just uh, cartoons instead of actual instead of actual Elmo instead of the actual Muppets they just do these little cartoons. Um, all right, but first first we got a couple super chats here to read. Thank you very much. We got oh, we just got we just got one. We just got one top top bigot of the chat. Top bigot of the chat. The art of truth and love just just dropped a big old fatty. Thank you very much. The art of truth and love. Um, it must be the top button. It must be because I'm a, because I'm a Latina. Because I'm a Latina. He likes the Latina ladies. He likes those thick Latinas. He's trying to, he's trying to flirt with this thick Latina. My lesbian wife's in the room though, dog. Can't be flirting with this. This thick Latina is taking ese. What? This is from, oh, there we go. We get from Yato Truth and Love's channel. From Yato Truth and Love's channel. And this was a big fat one from, uh, from the Art of Truth and Love. Thank you, the Art of Truth and Love. That was a super generous donation. Thank you so much. I mean, there, but there have been some streams where the Art of Truth and Love was the only bigot to support. Art of Truth and Love, it is, uh, these are so much appreciated. I sent a big old $100 super chat via Streamlabs. You guys, you like the streams? You like the streams? Take, take example and join the Streamlabs competition here and earn some social credits and free vaccine passport points by sending your super chats over there through the link that I just threw in there for uh, don't send it through YouTube send it through Streamlabs alright let's get we got this video pulled up here shout out to Yato Truth and Love that's the alleged the alleged girlfriend or and or wife perhaps of the art of truth and love facing life looks like facing decisions it looks like coming up the crossroads and having to make a choice as to which direction you're gonna go. And it's really gonna look like this because it's pretty simple. You're either gonna take the narrow path and you're gonna follow Jesus, or you're gonna stay on the broad road and you're gonna go with the rest of the world. Going with the rest of the world on the broad way is pretty Wait, simple. Now it's not like the broad way has a big- is this, the, is this the Clayton Jennings guy again though? Is this your buddy Clayton Jennings or is this, is this actual- it looks like live for you. Whatever makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. Live for your selfish ambition and your desires over the glories of God and what he has for your life. Serve yourself over people. Put yourself first. Okay. It's another, it's another Clayton uh, Jennings video. That's what the broad way looks like. The narrow path looks like dying to yourself. It looks like losing your life so that you can find your life with Jesus. It looks like picking up your cross and making hard decisions. It looks like putting others first. Putting Jesus over everything. It looks like dying to yourself every day and putting God's desires for your life over your own. It looks like making Jesus Lord of your life. It's not the popular. So, how long has this guy been around, Clayton Jennings? He seems like he's like a like a Protestant YouTube guy, or is he? Does he do albums or something? And finding Jesus because he's worth it. I don't know which road you're on right now. I don't know if you're on the broad road and you're living for you and the stuff of this world. But at the end of the broad road, there's a cliff. You see, everyone who walks that road will one day face the judgment of God as they plummet into an eternity separated from Him. That's why the narrow path is so beautiful. Because even though it's the hard path to walk, it's the one that's worth it. Because Jesus is there, salvation is there, hope is there. 
You see, Jesus said that the road to hell is broad and many are on it, but the path that leads to the gate to heaven is narrow and few find it. By Jesus' own statistics, most people are on the broad way and they're living for themselves. Few people are on the narrow path headed to heaven. It's a hard thing to walk. It's a hard thing to find. So those of you watching this right now, you might say, no one's ever told me how to find the narrow path. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's Jesus. And he said, if you come to me and you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you'll be saved. You repent of your sins. You say, Jesus saved me. I believe that you died for me and I believe you rose again because that's what he did. You see, Jesus opened the door to the narrow path and he did it through dying for you, taking your sins and then conquering death three days later. So I guess, guys. Oh, there. I, I was gonna say. It looks like he hasn't cut the whole time. But there, I guess there. Were, I wasn't just. I wasn't watching. I was looking back and forth, reading the chat a little bit. Read the chat a little bit. There we go. We got. Yeah. So here, the only, the only, the only issue I got. Now it's not an issue, but you know, the Protestantism is missing quite a bit. There's quite a bit missing in Protestantism. Now I would say, are there any other? Uh, we got any of other Protestant friends, Protestant family watching this? You know, it's uh, it's awesome that Protestants read the Bible. It's amazing that it's awesome that Protestants come to believe in Jesus as the Son of God, right? But what I would say, there's some books that I would recommend reading that you can dive deeper into this, into some of these arguments that I'm about to propose. But we have to consider where the Bible comes from, right? That's the first thing we got to consider is where does the Bible come from? Right? Now, the Bible... The Bible was actually assembled in the church, in the church. And what, when, I, when I say the church, what do I mean the church? I mean the church that Christ established here on earth, the body of Christ, right? The body of Christ that is the church is what brought us the Bible, right? The first Christians didn't have the Bible, right? So this is the issue with the idea of sola scriptura, right? That you can just pick up the Bible and just us reading the Bible is enough to properly understand Christ's words, to properly understand proper Christian doctrine, right? Now, the, uh, let's see, one more Which road are you on? I ask you to take a second and share this video. So there you go. So that other people... That's cool. He's, he's absolutely right, right? You have the narrow path and the wide path. <clears throat> but if we believe the Bible, what does it mean when Christ says, you should eat my, you should eat my flesh and drink my blood. Right? What does Christ mean when he says, unless you eat the flesh and blood of Christ, you have no life in you? Right? What if, what if somebody picks up the Bible, reads verses from the Bible, reads the entire Bible and gets a completely different, gets a completely different thing out of it than you? Right? This is when we have thousands of sects. Right? You had Jim Jones claim that he was a Christian, claim that he had the true revelation. You've got the Mormon church says that they have the true revelation, right? Says that they have the true revelation. You the Mormon church, you've got the uh, Seventh-day Adventists. How do we know what's real? I mean, this is, this, is one of the, uh, this is one of the issues, one of the main issues that Protestants run into and why so many Protestants end up becoming atheists, right? And their children end up becoming atheists. It's sad. That's sad. So it's like, it's, I love it. I love that people, you know, the art, truth, and love coming from the new age and coming to believe in Christ. I love it.
So anyways, I, I would say a really good book to read is The Way. It, the book is called The Way by, oh my goodness, what is the name? The Way, hold on, hold on. I gotta get this other one too. I had this pamphlet, not a pamphlet, it was like a, it was a, it was a couple chapters from a book that I had printed out that was a great breakdown of, right? So, I mean, it's great to, uh, to read the Bible, but what, where are the bishops, right? I mean, they're clearly spoken of, clearly written of in Paul's epistles, rules for bishops, for deacons. You want to find out? For find the, for, out. For the presbyters in the church. Find out. Right? So, you know, the, uh, the Bible, we wouldn't have the Bible if it weren't for the church, the body of Christ, the Holy Spirit working through the apostles, then working through the church fathers, right? Which were, the church fathers came right after the apostles. I mean, there were some of the early church fathers that were directly taught by the disciples of the apostles. So anyway, this isn't meant to be so a uh, theological stream. I gotta look this up. The way... What is it? What is his name? Um... That's it. The way what every Protestant should know about the Orthodox Church. Dang it, it's hard to find now. This is what happens. We start talking about these books, and all you bigots buy these books, and then they get, then Amazon double, triple, quadruples the price. The way what every, what every Protestant should know about the Orthodox Church. And then there's also the life. The Life, and these are easy reads, quick reads, but they have Clark Carlton, that was his name, I thought it was Christopher something. Anyways, I would highly suggest a Protestant Friends, read that, and that would, uh, that would uh, kind of uh, give you an introduction into the history of where the Bible comes from, why we have the Bible, how we know what the canon is, right? Because how do we know which books are in the Bible? Right? Did Paul and Peter... And the apostles, did they have Sola Scriptura or the Bible? No. Where is it? There we go. So anyways, awesome. Thank you guys very much for, uh, for the support, y'all. Where's book? There's another one called The Way. I have another one that's been. Calistos Ware. Calistos Ware had a book. Ugh, I forget what it was called. I forget what it's called. John Pro, what's up, man? John Pro sent a super chat. So anyways, before we read that one, big thanks to the Art of Truth and Love. I do like that guy's, uh, that guy's videos. Uh, Clayton, Clayton Jennings. Shout out to Clayton Jennings. I liked his, uh, I liked his rap music. I, I liked his hip-hop music. The, ki the kids, they be liking the, the hippity-hoppity hip-hop music. Hippity-hoppity hip-hop music is great. So yeah, the, our, our Protestant friends out there, the Art of Truth and Love, Definitely suggest reading the book, Clark Carlton's The Way. And then Father Seraphim Rose's book, Orthodoxy and the Religion of the Future. Definitely read that. So we love all our Protestant homies out there. And, uh, you know, you guys, you guys seek the truth, right? The Art of Truth and Love is seeking the truth. Yato, Truth and Love. I don't know if you guys are trolling, if you guys are really a couple. They're coming out of, coming out of paganism, coming to Jesus. Coming out of paganism, coming to Jesus, and we, we all seek the truth, right? And we want the fullness of the truth. We want the fullness of the truth. 
And that's what everybody here is searching. Yato Truth and Love says they are a couple, right on. And Yato, Yato Truth and Love, Yato Vato, Yato Vato Loco, he's the man. He's the man. And, uh, and the Art of Truth and Love is the lady. So you guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys for the support. We appreciate that very much. And, uh, you know, some, so there have been some of these streams when you guys have been the only supporters. Yeah? And uh, we appreciate all you guys' support. So here we go. We've got the, uh, the Rockfin crew checking in on the Rockfin crew. What's happening, Rockfinners? ELC says, shout out to Jonathan Jackson, Orthobro country singer. Jonathan Jackson. Thank you, ELC. I got I to look that one up. Jonathan Jackson. I'll pull that link up to check out a little bit later. Thank you for that $2 tip over there. Big dog ELC. He likes that. He likes country music. Liking that country music. Jonathan Jackson. Is he Irish? Is he Irish? I'm going to have to check out his music. I haven't listened to much country in my life. Not listened to much country in my life. Being, being a BIPOC, being a, being a Latina, being a thick Latina, I listen to, I listen to all the, uh, <laughs> I listen to all the Latina rap music, eh? I just listen to Latina rap music. All right, here we go. We got Jonathan Pro, Jonathan Pro Art. There we go, Jonathan Pro, one of my, one of my buddies over there. I love following him on Instagram. John Pro, you know that uh, we have a mutual friend. I don't know if you know this, but you used to live with a dude that I've been good friends with since I was in college. You used to live with Nick, yeah? He saw that I followed you. I shared one of his posts to him. We had like some DMs together sometimes. I shared one of your posts to him. He was like, dude, you know Jonathan? I like lived with this guy. I said, no way, that's cool. I don't really know him in person, but I follow him and quite like his, I quite like his artwork. Um, yeah. All right, so we got Jonathan Pro over there. All right, you guys want to hear some real fire rap? You guys want to hear, hear some real fire ass rap music? Where are we, where are we at? We got to get, we got to get the hottest track on the web right now. Hottest track on the web is clearly is clearly, before we listen to this one, we gotta look up, it's back. It is back on YouTube. This was gone for a while. We had, we had Young Virus's channel. I don't know what happened to Young Virus's channel. Um, I think it was trans-vegan, so maybe, maybe it was just another hate purge by YouTube. His channel, his channel's gone. I don't know if he deleted his channel, if YouTube deleted his channel. Shout out to Young Virus. This was salvaged from the depths of my hard drive quite glad that I downloaded this a long time ago because, you know, you just never know when something's going to disappear off YouTube. You never do know when something's going to disappear off YouTube. So we got, we got the fact, the fact, ask yourself, aka, aka Kuma Extra Small, Kuma XS with Lil AIDS and Young Boomer. This is the, it's back guys. Here we go. You guys want to hear it? Wait, we got to turn that up a little bit. We use, we use, we use the word should. Right, we use the word there you go. shout out to Jay. Common parlance. Oh, shout no. out to Jay Dyer. Jay Dyer in the chat over there on Rockfin. What's up, Jay? Jay Dyer, look at that. Me and Jay Dyer, we both have check marks next to our names on Rockfin. Check mark crew. Check mark crew checking in. Jay Dyer over in the Rockfin chat says cringe. Jay Dyer says, <laughs> Jay Dyer's. 
calling it out. He says, cringe, bro. He says, says evangelical rap is the worst. Jay Dyer only listens to Jay Dyer only listens to the top rappers, aka himself, Young Boomer, aka Carl Young Boomer, aka Dream Weaver, Carl Young Boomer, aka Jay Dyer, aka the second best rapper alive after Lil AIDS. Here we go. We got we got this song is back. This is a classic. Right. We use we use the word should. Right. We use the word should regularly in common parlance. Oh, the now it's not an ethical question. I spent two hours to get you to say should. Wait. The, you the fuck fact, up the fact. Okay. The fact that I can say should. The fact that I can. The fact that I say should. The fact, wait, the fact, wait, the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact that I say should. The fact, wait, the fact, wait, the fact, the fact, the fact, the fact that I say should. So that's all I have to say, and I'll let you guys Ooh, beautiful. I'll still beautiful. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Wait, yeah, it was, it was wait, great watching you. Uh, wait, watching you. Wait. Score. Good job, man. Enjoy your day. Okay. The fact. The fact. The fact. <laughs> the fact. R.I.P. Rest, rest in peace, Young Virus's channel. Rest in peace, the Young Virus channel. That was the. That was fire. That was, <laughs> that was fuego. That was fuego, man. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, we're about to get. About to get. We're about to get serious. We're about to get serious here. We're about to get serious. We're about to get serious up in here, you guys. If you uh, if you're watching on YouTube. We are live and uncensored over on Rockfin. You know, if YouTube takes this down, guess what? It's going to be up on Rockfin. Pull up a tab on Rockfin. You make a free account over there. We got a bunch of exclusive content coming to Rockfin. Premium exclusive content. So go over there. Make a free account. Just follow the channel. And then you can subscribe. You can update to a subscription. Up update to a... Uh, upgrade to a subscription. And support the work we do. Because... Because we got we got the art of truth and love up in the chat. We got John Pro Art. We've got who else we got here? We got Pano Costuros. We got Kevin. We got Mick Ale. Right? We got we got a few folks that that keep these streams afloat, that keep this channel alive. But YouTube wants to kill it. YouTube wants to kill it. They remove over five hundred subscribers this month. So make sure you're still subscribed on YouTube. If you gotta resubscribe, you very well may have to do that. And uh, anyways, follow there on Rockfin as well. And we are, we're getting into it now. We got, well, we'll skip Elmo. Well, let's, let's listen to Elmo. I want to hear about Elmo's parents handling their own feelings of frustration. We find a balance between responsibility and play. So we got Elmo's pantless father. <laughs> Elmo's pantsless father. And little naked Elmo, who's a BIPOC as well, right? He's red. Elmo's mommy and daddy have a lot to do around the house today, but Elmo really wants to spend time with them. Hmm. 
Elmo put his socks together, but they don't seem to match. His daddy's a bit frustrated he'll have to do them again. Oh, Elmo, why you make me hit you, Elmo? Elmo, Elmo, hey, daddy, look, Elmo put the socks together. Look at this one. I want Elmo one wear the yellow sock with the black sock, daddy. Oh, Elmo. Oh, Elmo, you fucking retard. What's your problem, Elmo? Why can't you do anything right? You know how hard I work for you? Your, your daddy is out there. Your daddy is out there pimping hoes all day long, Elmo. Your daddy's out there selling illegal drugs to provide for you. Your daddy's... Your daddy could be at the strip club right now, Elmo. Your daddy could be high as a kite on methamphetamines right now. Instead, I'm home watching a little retard put a yellow sock with a black sock together. Like a fucking idiot, Elmo. What's your deal? What's your problem? What's your problem, Elmo? Why you make me hit you, boy? <laughs> His daddy's a bit frustrated he'll have to do them again. His dad's a bit frustrated. He'll have to lay a whack out. He's going to have to whoop on little Elmo. Elmo's mommy is trying to do a Elmo's little... Elmo's mommy is trying to whore herself out on OnlyFans. <laughs> Elmo's... That's racism, man. I love to race. Elmo's mommy is trying to make that Skrilla Skrilla on OnlyFans. She's actually... She's doing a... Doing a little bit of a... Little, little, nipple, little nipple slip show on OnlyFans. Trying to, trying to really boost that following while little retard Elmo is over radiating his reproductive organs with his imaginary computer. Quite annoying to his mother, who just wants to make that fat Skrilla so she can buy her way out of this shitty situation that she lives in having to hang out with a little weird red doll that flaps his gums all day. <laughs> This is Sesame Street and community. This is like, are they? They're trying to teach parents with this. I can't. I can't tell the difference of the cartoons that are made for children and the cartoons that are made for adults anymore. This is how they. This is they treat us like we're such idiots. I. I don't. I don't even know what. <laughs> I can't even tell. Is this? Is this directed at Elmo's audience or the adult audience? Let's go back. Mommy is trying. Elmo's mommy is trying to do a little work, but Elmo keeps asking a lot of questions. Mommy, look what Elmo has. <laughs> mommy, what are you working on? <laughs> and his mommy can't concentrate. <sighs> She's feeling a little frustrated. <laughs> now his <laughs> mommy can't concentrate because Elmo keeps flapping his gums at her and annoying her. She's just trying to get some followers on her Facebook page. She's scrolling through Instagram, thinking about how much she hates all her old friends from high school. Acting like a... Acting like... <laughs> Secret Siren says she's trifling. El Elmo's mom is trifling on Instagram. Talking hella shit with her alt account. To some skank she used to go to school with. <laughs> Elmo... Why are you bothering your mama? She trying to talk shit to some skank she went to school with with her alt account anonymously on Instagram. Elmo's dad walks over to the refrigerator to get a sip of some scissor. <laughs> what's, what's dad getting in the fridge? Daddy is trying to make lunch, but Elmo keeps bumping into him. 
Louis having a hard time getting lunch ready. He's having a hard time even moving. May realizes that something is up with Elmo. Elmo, what's wrong? <laughs> May realizes that she needs the candle train, Elmo. So she says, Elmo, candle. <laughs> Elmo trots over to his kennel, sits down, and waits for his treat. What? Oh. Elmo, honey, I noticed that you've wanted to spend a lot of time with us today. Mommy and Daddy are so busy today, and Elmo's feeling lonely. Oh, we're sorry, Elmo. You know, we are busy today, and we have a few more things to do, but... Maybe we can take a break to do something together first. Oh boy! Oh, can we read a book? Oh, sure. I would love that. The end. Sounds like lunch is ready. Elmo, would you like to help me set the table? Okay. Sometimes children's behaviors can be confusing or frustrating. <laughs> this, is, when... this is directed at adults. This is directed at parents. Yes, it is. Look, look. He set the table. So it's like it's like the the parents almost get mad. Jessica's like barely paying attention. No, I'm watching. But I'm pretty sure. I'm paying attention. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm saying like, I'm pretty sure that this is directed at parents. This is an educational video directed at parents. Right? They get frustrated. I mean, I see how it could be. It's just really stupid. Dude, this is directed at adults. I'm telling you. Love that. There you go. So they read to Elmo. And then, and then Elmo's happy, and he quits acting like a little wee tad. And then the watch. end. Sounds like lunch is ready. Listen, listen to how it explains Elmo, it. This is directed would you at like parents. To help me set the table. Okay. Sometimes children's behaviors can be confusing or frustrating, but when you take time to notice and wonder what your child may be communicating, you can respond confidently Dude. and learn how to resolve what's causing their big feelings. Oh. 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 Sometimes your children might have big feelings, but mommy and daddy might have big feelings too. Sometimes daddy and mommy might feel mean little monsters in their baby, in their baby belly. But if mommy and daddy would just sit down sometimes and listen to their little parents, then, <laughs> then they can help their little babies to have less big feels and less cry feels coming out of their cry hole. <laughs> Dude, that is, that is freaking crazy. That is insane. That is, an, that is for adults. That's for adults. This is next level. This is the best channel on YouTube. This is the best channel on YouTube. Not not the well this one, the Primal Edge Health channel or whatever. That's the best one. The best channel on Rockfin as well. What's up, Rockfin? Remember it, it's it's Tristan Haggard over on Rockfin. You guys, there's a link there in the YouTube chat. Pinned up in the YouTube chat. I can't believe this. That is made for parents. They you were this is how stupid. These people think you are. This is how infantilized these people are. Look, it's in partnership with Viatris. What is Viatris? Is that an anti that's got to be an antidepressant? What is Viatris? Viatris is a global pharmaceutical company that believes in healthcare, not as it is, but as it should be. Wow. Wait, is Viatris a Pfizer company? First question. Is Viatris a Pfizer company? 
A little less than a month after Pfizer's Upjohn unit and Mylan successfully merged to create generics business Viatris, the company is already looking at ways to slash costs. So Viatris is a Pfizer-owned company. It is a Pfizer-owned company. And that's who was working with Sesame Workshop, right? Which, I mean, isn't, isn't this PBS? Isn't Sesame Street owned by PBS? Are they still awake? I heard playing. They can be. It sounded fun, whatever was happening. I just have to admit, my hero is like... They're partying over there. They're having fun. We'll see. Is that the, that's the dog? It's got to be the dog. It could be the dog. Okay, it's the dog. That's, that's freaking nuts. Caring for each other. So, there you go. We got, we got Viatris owned by Pfizer. Just, I mean, that's, that's like weaponized. That's so weaponized right there. I mean, you, you want to be depressed? <laughs> watch, watch that shit. I can't believe that. Wah! Yeah, this is, uh, this is madness. Thank you, guys. We got, we got some tips over there. Oh, no, no new tips over there on, uh, on, uh, Rockfin, but thank you guys who have tip. Thank you guys for supporting on YouTube, the thumbs up, sharing the videos, and doing all those things. All you bigots, all you bigots up in the chat, Dangerfield Henley, Art of Truth and Love, okay, all the mods there. Yato Truth and Love. Secret Science says PBS is privately funded now. Okay, I, but they, don't they get don't they get tax money? Does PBS not get tax money? We're sure. I'm sure our friends at the uh, the Open Society Foundation are. Helping to fund that, that wholesomeness. They're they're doing something. It's a child. It's, it's which one? It sounds like the boy. That's I can't believe this. All right. Anyways, speaking of friends of the pharmaceutical companies, <sighs> speaking of the friends of the pharmaceutical companies and the never-ending dumbing down and infantilization of culture. Here's another video made for adults, and of course. We're, we can only assume speaking to us like we're idiot children. Right, we got Bill Gates here. Bill Gates put a new video out. Speaking of, speaking of which, YouTube has announced that they're going to be removing the dislike button. They said that creators, creators, right? The creators are complaining to YouTube that the dislike button is making them have bad feels, making them have big, big feelings, making them have big feelings as, uh, as our friends over at Sesame Street sponsored by Pfizer, has uh, told us about. So the big feels that are coming from the content creators like poor little philanthropist Bill Gates and probably the White House who gets ratioed like crazy, right? We're talking like 20K down votes, 2K up votes on those, uh, on those White House videos. Now we got Bill Gates put out a new video today. For some reason, Bill Gates, he doesn't, he doesn't seem to get ratioed much. Look, he's got 2.6K up votes and only 300 down votes what variants mean for the end of the COVID-19 pandemic? Pandemic. We, got, we have a global pandemic. Oh, yeah. Let's see what Bill Gates got to say in his new video. Remember that we've been seeing a lot about variants lately. The variants. The variants. The never-ending variants. The never-ending story continues. And we called this all a year ago, Right? Coronaviruses are natural viruses, just like rhinoviruses. These are endemic. These are things that are normal parts of the virome, right? If you test anybody, if you nasal swab, if you put a Klaus Schwab up the schnoz and tickle the back of the brainstem on people, you're going to find viruses. 
right? Especially in like November, December, especially during seasonal intervals, certain seasonal changes, right? Uh, low pressure, high pressure changes in areas will bring about different viruses that are endemic, right? There is what's called a microbiome in our body that contains many bacteria, different types of bacteria. There are balances of this bacteria. And we also contain, guess what? Viruses. Viruses are all over. They're ubiquitous. So we called it a year ago. And so they're going to start trying to, uh, to, to shoot people up with these, uh, these new healthy, happy medicines and even mandating them. And then they're going to roll out those passports, right? So we're going to talk a bit. We're going to take a little trip down memory lane and to show you guys exactly why, you know, a lot of you watching this also knew a year ago that this was coming, right? Maybe some of this is new to some of you viewers, but we knew this was coming with the vaccine passports, with the social credits, even before the coup happened. Even before, even before the coup went on, right? The coup has brought about a great acceleration of all of these agendas, moving us towards transhumanism, moving us towards the destruction of family, moving us towards the destruction of our ability and our freedoms to decide what goes in our body, where we put ourselves, right? It's moving us towards that smart city, transhumanist utopia, the screwtopia of Bill Gates, the World Economic Forum, the Rockefeller Foundation, the IMF, the World Bank, right? the UN, right? moving us towards that agenda 2030, 2030 smart grid, coffin apartment, you live in a bubble, you live in a pod, rationing, circular economy, sharing economy lifestyle. Yeah, so what we said was, a year ago, what we said was, they're going to start trying to shoot people up, they're going to try to vax their way out of this, they're going to tell you the only way you can get out of this is you got to take the vaccine, you got to take the vaccine, and then once the vaccine hits, it's, oh no, there's new mutations, right? Just like the flu, every year, every six months, you're going to have to have new ones, you're going to have to have a new vaccine, right? It's, it's now been a year of mask mandates, it's now been a year of forced closing of businesses, it's now been a year of complete dehumanization, Wear a muzzle. You're a dirty, nasty little human. Your exhalations are going to kill grandma. If you don't wear it, you're a bigot. You're toxic masculinity. It's been a year of this now. It's two weeks to flatten the curve. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Now it's, well, we might have to do this forever. It's been a whole year. I can't believe it's been a year. It is April. Tomorrow Tomorrow is April. It's the 31st end of March, 2021 now. Here's Bill Gates a year later. We've come a long way in the fight against COVID-19, but new variants of the We've come a long way in the fight against COVID-19. What do you mean a long way? What the hell are you talking about? There's been no changes. It's seasonal. <laughs> this is seasonal. You done remixed the common cold. Now you, you, you know how to pump up and inflate cases when you need to using PCR which the inventor of the PCR exam, Carrie Mullis, would slap you in your effeminate face, Bill Gates, and tell you that this is completely unscientific pseudoscience that you're pushing out there. Oh, we have to listen to the science. We've come a long way against COVID-19. What do you mean? You've destroyed culture. You've completely destroyed the childhood of millions, of billions of children. You've ruined their education. 
You've ruined their social life. You've driven their parents completely insane. You've destroyed the economy. You've destroyed people's ability to have... You've ruined the gig economy. You've destroyed people's ability to move freely. You've made no progress against COVID-19. You've made progress towards technocracy. And you've used the COOF as a phantom enemy. That can be anywhere and, anywhere and nowhere at once, right? It's, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Everybody's got to act like they have it. <laughs> you've made a lot of progress towards the complete dissolution of the old world order in order to bring about what Klaus Schwab calls right, you got the, uh, the, 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 great, the Great Reset. His buddy Klaus Schwab's The Great Reset, right, which is a marketing term that they attempted to put on the rollout of The Fourth Industrial Revolution. Right? Another book we've talked about, The Fourth Industrial Revolution by Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. The Fourth Industrial Revolution about changing the nature of work. Right? They, even, they talked about more people working from home. In the, the Fourth Industrial Revolution book, they talked about bringing about tracking and tracing everybody's movements, social credit systems, circular economy, rationing economy. And this was long before the coup happened. Right? You made a lot of progress towards that, but... Oh, we made a lot of progress against COVID nineteen. <laughs> that's that's complete hogwash. It's an it's an illusory enemy that you can pump up with media fear and propaganda whenever you want, and then a certain portion of the population was always going to buy into that. Unfortunately, right? So it's a phantom enemy. Progress we've made over the past year. So this is a picture of the coronavirus. And you can <laughs> this is the picture. That's it there, guys. Do you guys recognize that? That's everywhere. That's, there she is, a picture. He, he laughs at himself. This is, look at this mockery. Here. So this is a picture of the coronavirus. And you can <laughs> That's how much respect he has for you. This is a picture of it. This is what, this is what it looks like. That's it. That's it right there. It looks different now. It looks different now. <laughs> See, on its surface, it has this protein we call spike protein. Oh, that's a spike when protein. When you vaccinate some... Now, that spike protein also just happens to match a protein in the human placenta. Whoopsie-daisy. Buddy, your immune system figures out how to latch on to part of this protein. When the protein changes, so let's say this is the original protein... That's that's the spike protein. This is the picture of the spike protein. It changes its shape. Any antibody that's acted against this portion of the spike protein will stop working. Oh no, it, sh- it mutated. We're, look, look at the science. The science is shifting. We need more. Oh, we're just going to have to mask for another year now. Oh, sorry. Whereas the antibodies that attack these other parts will continue to work. Now, the virus can't change the spike protein too much because that's how it enters into human cells. And so mostly when this virus miscopies and changes, it's a dead end. That virus doesn't work. But all those copying mistakes, eventually it finds one that's slightly better, that still enters human cells. And that means that the vaccines are somewhat less effective. The good news is that the vaccines we're using- Gaslighting 101, right? Oh, these vaccines, they're so good. It's just like, there's the new variants. 
<laughs> the new variant, oh no. What less effective? The good news is that the vaccines we're using today are still very good at preventing severe disease, even from the new variants. However, because these new variants have emerged- so That's the, the lie now, is they prevent severe, they're, they're really good at preventing severe disease. Following best practices is even more important than ever. The best way to prevent new variants from emerging is by stopping transmission of the virus altogether. If we remain vigilant about social distancing, getting vaccinated, using a mask, we will bring the pandemic to an end much sooner. <laughs> it's a year later. It's a year the, the whole world. The whole world has been terrorized for the last year and forced to wear muzzles. Social distancing, completely, they, they are trying to rewrite, look at this, look at this dehumanizing madness. Right? This giant depopulation ritual, right? where everything is 30% occupancy, 50% occupancy. We have to spread, we're gonna make little X's on the children's desks where the children can't sit. The children have to social distance and recess. This is the most psychologically damaging thing that has ever been done at a mass scale to human beings that I can think of. This has been a massive psychological experiment. This is, they, they've turned the whole world into a giant Skinner box. A big old Skinner box society where people are isolated and abused and given behaviorist Pavlovian training constantly. And he's, he's telling you, oh, all the variants, so we just got to keep on masking and social distancing. We have to keep doing this all forever. This will never end as long as we keep listening to these psychopaths. This will never end. These, this is the intent. The intent is for this to never end. Do you guys understand this? Do your friends and family understand that? As long as people keep submitting, it doesn't end. As soon as people say, we don't consent to this, we're done. As soon as you stop paying attention, it ends. People were turning off the TV for the last four years. People were turning off the TV. People were looking at the, oh, look at the fake news. Everyone's talking about the fake news all of a sudden for the last four years. There was a general consensus that the media was completely corrupt and full of liars. There, were huge, there was huge pushback from concerned mothers right, fighting for the health freedom of their children to not be forced into medical procedures like Bill Gates wants to force on the whole world. There were massive rallies of mothers saying, no, you cannot force this upon our children in schools. Then the coup hits. Everybody is locked in their home. There was huge pushback also against neoliberal policies in the West and in Latin America. Huge pushback through uh, in France. You had the yellow vests. You had a lot of unrest. You had a lot of populist movements that were gaining tons of steam. What did Koof do? What did this all do? And th look, look what this sick bastard wants By to do. By stopping transmission of the virus altogether. You just stop transmission. You stop transmission altogether. So they want to keep testing you and isolating you. Than ever. The best way to prevent new variants from emerging is by stopping transmission of the virus he altogether. Laughs. He laughs. <laughs> if we remain... This doesn't stop. Stay home if sick. Vigilant about social distancing, getting vaccinated, using a mask, we will bring the pandemic to an end no, you much won't. sooner. No, 
No, you you will <laughs> you keep doing this shit. They're gonna keep gaslighting you. It's gonna be another one, the next variation. It will never end. It will never end. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I get I get quite upset with Bill Gates, don't I? I get quite upset with Mr. Bill Gates. This might be too hot for YouTube. We might have to. This might have to go strictly on Rockfin after this stream. Barrington Levy says that music is so dumb. Exactly. Psychological warfare. Music. Music. Dystopian music in the background. They're completely destroying culture, destroying children's lives, just killing old people with this isolation. Guess what? The biggest indicator, or the, uh, the, the number, one <clears throat> number one killer of old people is isolation. When old people, old couples, when an old couple that have lived together for a long time, when one of them dies, the other one dies very soon after. Very soon after, you know why? It's because isolation kills. Isolation kills people. Isolation kills. So you have Bill Gates pushing that isolation lifestyle, pushing that isolation lifestyle. He says, if you listen, if you be a good little boy, then maybe, just maybe this will stop. I know there is some pushback. There is some good news, right? Uh, citing Carrie Mullis, inventor of the PCR test and the end WHO, Austrian court rules PCR test not suitable for determining infectivity. Rejects, this is a quote, rejects the entire corona policy in Austria, which is based on this very test. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, court ruling over there. <laughs> the PCR exam is... Phony baloney for diagnosing disease. And you can find on my uh, on my Instagram account. Long ago, we had the uh, we had the videos of Carrie Mullis. I actually read his book back in the day. He had this book, Dancing Naked in the Minefield. Didn't you read that book back? In, no, I had a copy. It's at your mom's house. Uh, Dancing Naked in the Minefield. He wrote that book. I, I enjoyed it when I was in college, back in my in my uh, psychonaut days. I liked his, uh, his book back then. He was a, kind of a rogue scientist who talked about a lot of things that you know, mainstream scientists don't so often talk about. But we, you know, this, this is, I can't, they've got government internment camps in Canada now, right? You know, Bill, Bill Gates is, is ha hand-wringing to this one. Justin Trudeau has said today, if your results come back negative for COVID-19, you'll be able to head home and finish your mandatory quarantine there. So you're, you test negative if you travel, you still have a mandatory quarantine. You still have the mandatory quarantine. You gotta get that PCR test, remember? That PCR test, which is uh, completely, completely fraudulent, right? As a, as a way to diagnose disease. It does not work that way. You can run a certain amount of cycle thresholds and you can show everybody as a positive. Massive amounts of false positives with the PCR. All right, so you, you'll, you can do your mandatory quarantine at home. I'm guessing it's two weeks like everywhere else. It's always two weeks, yeah? So if you travel anywhere and you come back to Canada, you got to stay home for two weeks, yeah? They're, complete, they're making it impossible, impossible for people, people to travel. And this is the point. 
They want to stop your ability to travel, stop your ability to gather together, stop your ability to communicate unless it is through your surveillance devices, unless it is through your big tech, government-approved surveillance devices, and they're putting the children on this in the schools. Bill Gates is funding an overhaul of the education system. WHO and the UN are loving this. Right? Who funds the WHO and the UN? Right? These are funded by the big NGOs, the big foundations, and the bankers. Right? International banks, non-governmental organizations, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Ford Foundation, the Wellcome Trust, the Open Society Foundation. If your results come back negative for COVID-19, you'll be able to head home and finish your mandatory quarantine there, says Justin Trudeau. How nice of you. If your test results come back positive, which, uh, yeah, side note, we can make it positive. We just run around a certain amount of cycle thresholds. You'll need to immediately quarantine in designated government facilities. This is not optional. If you're returning through our land border, you'll need to show a negative PCR test result that's been taken in the last 72 hours. On top of that, you'll have to take a PCR test when you arrive. So you, why, why would you even have to show a negative result from the last 72 hours and then get another one when you arrive? And you'll have to take another one towards the end of your 14-day quarantine. These border measures are some of the strongest in the world. And they're in place to keep you, your loved ones, and your communities safe. For more information on what you can expect when you return to Canada and how you can be prepared, click here. So Canada is a total eugenics police state now. And people, people can, you realize, and I was told this by some Canadians, you can say no. You can say no. You can say no. You cannot give me the, I will not take the PCR, and I will not quarantine in the designated government facilities. And legally, they can do nothing about it. They can try to fine you, but then you can fight the fine, and it will be dropped. This is what I've heard. Don't take my word for it. Take some random-ass Canadian on the internet that told me that's word for it. <laughs> but, it's, I mean, this, this is, this is freaking nuts. Good old Canada. Good old Canada. So free, right? Don't you, guys, don't you guys feel so good about being Canadians if you're a Canadian? How, this is madness. This is insane. And Canada, Canada's, of course, already disarmed. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Clayton Wright over there on uh, Rockfin. Just tip 10 bucks. Clayton Wright, thank you very much, dude. Clayton Wright supporting the stream over there on Rockfin. We appreciate that. Very glad to, uh, to have you over here. Big shout out to ELC, big shout out to Clayton Wright, big shout out to Jared Hamilton over there for supporting the stream on Rockfin. This stream might have to go exclusive to Rockfin after this. Look at Dangerfield Henry, okay. Jethro, Mod Squad up in the chat on YouTube. Thank you guys for the support over there. Keeping us, you know, keeping us so we can stay on YouTube so we don't get kicked off, which we do not want to happen. So yeah, there, there we go. We got, we got Trudeau. Thank you so much, Justin Trudeau. We, we feel safe. As Americans, we feel so safe. Knowing that you guys are doing, the, doing all you can to protect, the, uh, to protect your borders. All right, so we got the non-essentials and the essentials. This is a new narrative that's come out over the last year. Who would have thought that they would deem the entire gig economy, the entire middle class, anybody who doesn't work for the state or massive mega transnational corporations, anybody who doesn't work for transnational corporations and the state is now not essential. You're a non-essential. You're a non-essential. We've got, 
We've even got some of these, some of the good grown-ups at the media. Asha Rampa Rangappa, former FBI special agent. What a surprise. Mm -hmm. Former FBI special agent. Totally, you know, totally doing something different now. That has nothing to do with her former FBI special agent status. From Jackson, Yale. Faculty at Jackson, Yale. Jackson Institute. I don't know what Jackson Institute is. She was a lawyer faculty at Jackson Yale. Uh, Tiger Ishmael, I don't know what that means. CNN analyst, of course. And at Just Security, Forum on Law, Rights, and Security. Editorial board includes former senior government officials, top civil society attorneys, and law professors. Professors based at NYU Law. So, Asha Rangappa. This lovely, totally sane woman. I mean, I trust that face, you know? I trust that. She's a BIPOC, like me. She's not a Latina. She is a, uh, she's an Indian, I would say, right? Are we allowed to say that? Is that hate speech? She, she looks like she is from the continent of India. India's not a continent. I believe. India's not a continent. Look, she's not white. That's what's important. She's not a cracker, okay? She's not a freaking subhuman cracker like you. But at least you're married to a Latina. You're at least you're a lesbian married to a married to this this, this dashing dyke right here. This dashing bearded dyke. <clears throat> All right, Asha Raponga. Don't want a vaccine passport? Fine. How about a tax for those who refuse to get vaccinated? Proportional to the additional costs and burdens they impose on society as a result of needing to have the, quote, freedom to spread their potentially COVID variant infected aerosol everywhere. She is. There she goes. Failure to vaccinate and wear masks and refrain from being in public places until you do increases the likelihood of the spread of a variant including to those of us trying to take precautions, which means more lockdowns, school closures, more healthcare costs. So what did we say a year ago? That they're going to weaponize the normies. They're going to weaponize the normies and the idiots who buy into this narrative against anybody who, push back, who pushes back against any part of the narrative. So there it is. Now, you are the problem. You are the reason there are still lockdowns. It's because you aren't listening you won't be a good global citizen. You won't take your medicine. Sit down. Shut up. Be called a non-essential. And be dehumanized by big tech, international media, and submit. You won't submit. You're the problem. You're the reason we have lockdowns. You're the reason people are dying. You hate grandma. So, hmm. She's also talking about the cost of gun violence, right? Gun violence. We gotta get, gotta get rid of the guns. We gotta de definitely gotta get rid of those dang guns. Definitely gotta get rid of those dang guns because, man, if people people still having them dang guns, then uh, my goodness, my goodness, you might be able to actually uh, do something. You might be able to do something. <laughs> so yeah, Asha Rapanga. Thank you very much. The lovely Asha. Rapunga. Now, where's the next one? There we go. So, <sighs> The Guardian. 
Guardian, who, of course, remember, the Guardian has philanthropic partnerships with several of our favorite philanthropists, including Bill and Melinda Gates, right? Gil and Belinda Gates, the Bill and Belinda Gates, Gil, excuse me, Gil and Belinda Gates Foundation, which supports the Guardian's global development site. So their global development site is run by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They run a whole section, a whole site. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, huge amounts of money, money, money from these big foundations. Support for Guardian editorial product projects via theguardian.org includes the following. Park Foundation, Craig Newmark Philanthropies, Energy Foundation, Open Philanthropy Project, right, which they fund a bunch of anti-animal agriculture, what they call animal agriculture. Basically, they're trying to get rid of people like us who can produce at least some of their own food. People who produce animal foods, they're bad for the planet, right? you got the Band Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, the Oak Foundation, California Wellness Foundation, all these big foundations. Oh, of course, the David and Lucille Packard Foundation. Big money there in that Packard Foundation. Big money. Big money. So, of course, you know, philanthropic partnerships with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We've got this amazing, lovely article, February 2021, from Nick Cohen. That's just, that's a face I trust right there. That is a face I trust. He looks like, uh, he's just like a sweet little turtle. Like a little sweet little snapper turtle there. Sweet little snapper turtle. He's got those. He's got those lovely. Uh, those lovely um, eyes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll just stop talking. Uh, Nick Cohen over here. Poverty and religion are creating a class the newly inoculated will come to resent. And this is the title. The title of the article over here on theguardian.com from a few weeks ago. It is only a matter of time before we turn on the unvaccinated. It is easy to see how the pandemic could lead to class and racial strife by imagining how the UK will stand in six months' time. The vindictive will start to describe COVID as a sickness of choice. Its victims will be victims of their own stupidity. They might have accepted vaccination. They might have protected themselves and others if, as, seem like, as seems likely, Vaccines limit infections. So there you go. They're calling it too. I mean, it's so obvious where the narrative's going. It's your fault. If you won't take it, it's your fault. Rational people will ask why they should continue to accept restrictions on their freedoms because of ignorant delusions. Employers will demand to know what possible argument there is for allow against allowing the owners of pubs, airlines, restaurants, hotels, and holiday homes. Holiday homes. Holiday homes. So you... You shouldn't, this is crazy. They, they want it everywhere. You can't do anything. Employers will demand to know what possible argument there is against allowing the owners of pubs, airlines, restaurants, hotels, or holiday homes to demand proof of, vac of protection. Proof of protection. There you go. Nice, nice twist of words there. Demand proof of protection when immunity passports might save their business. Oh, it's going to save their business. To make it personal... How would you feel come the autumn if someone you love contracted cancer and the NHS delayed treatment because it had to look after needlessly ill COVID patients? The poor suffer disproportionately from COVID as they suffer disproportionately from everything else. But it could soon be a sickness of poverty. In Birmingham, the only city to have produced detailed statistics, just 60% of people over 80 accepted the jab in Alum Rock, a deprived and racially mixed part of the inner city. 
while 95% uh, accepted it in Sutton Four Oaks, an overwhelmingly white commuter suburb. Public health workers told me of their fears, but said they could never speak their minds in public. So let me spit it out for them. If good citizens, if good citizens who have taken their jabs see poor white people, orthodox, ultra-Orthodox Haredi Jews, black or South Asian men and women, they may remember the stories about anti-vax illusions and cross the road or move down the bus to avoid them or refuse to hire them or provide them with services. We have been lucky that today the public faces of the anti-vax and COVID skeptic movements have been upper middle class white men. Oh, we've we've been lucky. We've been so lucky that the public faces of the anti-vax and COVID skeptic movements have been upper middle class white men, right? Because it's it's good to hate them. <laughs> We're so lucky. Like they're fine. It's it's fine to hate them. It's fine to try to exclude them and destroy their lives. But if they weren't upper class white men, upper middle class white men, then uh, then we would have an issue. We would have an issue, right? If they were if they were the uh, if they were BIPOCs, then my goodness, my goodness, what would we do? What would we do? And I mean, this is funny because it actually there are they are twisting it. In fact, minorities make up a huge portion of the people that are highly skeptical of these and do not want to take this, that do not want to take this. And notice how they mix it. They say, they call you anti-vax, right? If you don't want to become a lab rat for experimental mRNA gene therapy drugs, you're not a skeptic. You're anti-vax and, and COVID skeptic. You're a COVID skeptic. You're a denier. Laying in the likes of Piers Corbin and Toby Young is a pleasure as much as a journalistic duty. The only prejudice you worry about fanning is a legitimate aversion to overindulged cranks. How long this relaxed state will last as demands to punish the unvaccinated grow is another matter. The right supplies, the right supplies one answer to vaccine apartheid. It opposes immunity passports as a step on the road to a dictatorial society where we won't be able to work or play without some functionary demand we produce our papers. That's exactly what it is, you maggot. Conservative fears aren't wholly neurotic, but they should not allow their myth of the freeborn Englishman to fool them into believing that the majority of the population won't welcome passports as a route out of lockdown. So this is how they're trying to sell it. This is the only way you can get out of lockdown. Told you this a year ago. The right cannot go further than rejectionist opposition because all attempts to stop COVID-19 becoming an endemic infection involve a reordering of society. Oh, of course it does. Reordering of society. There are hundreds of thousands, maybe more than a million of undocumented immigrants in the UK. As Gracie Bradley of Liberty pointed out to me, Theresa May's hostile environment for migrants makes them frightened of visiting vaccination centers. When the NHS shares data with the Home Office and Immigration Enforcement, they have every incentive to stay away. Uh, since he was the mayor of London, Boris Johnson has toyed with offering an amnesty for illegal immigrants. So it's like immigration. We've got to give amnesty to illegal immigrants. And what is, How is he tying these things together? Anyways. So there it is. Uh, let's read the last one. Doctors, and to their credit, government ministers. Oh, good old, good, good government ministers. Understand, they must allay people's fears. There's nothing wrong with reaching out. But at some point they will need to take on. At some point they will need to take on the propagators of fatally, of fatally fake news with more vigor. Meaning we need to have more censorship. 
It's always this, that's always it, right? We need more censorship. We need to shut these people up because they're dangerous. Uh, if they do not, we will be in an intolerable position. The poor, among whom ethnic minorities are disproportionately represented, suffer the greatest health inequalities. Oh, the, the poor. Oh, the poor ethnic minorities. These are the people who don't want to take it. They don't trust you, dude. <laughs> During the pandemic, they disproportionately risked their lives in frontline services while experiencing the highest death rates. As the pandemic slows down, they will continue to suffer the highest death rates along with new variants of the old plagues of racism and snobbery. I'm going to get rid of those. Get rid of those anti-waxies. Those anti-waxers. So there it is. It's only a matter of time before we turn on the unvaccinated. So what, what, what's going to be the final solution for the non-essential question? Right, we, need, we need that final solution, right? And of course, it's, it's technocracy. It's vaccine passports. It's you need to ask permission from the good grown-ups at the government through your smartphone surveillance device in order to do anything. We will give you permission to live. We will give you permission to die. You do not have permission unless the government tells you it's okay. You don't have permission until Papa Biden tells you it's okay. All right, now we've got, where'd that go? Where'd that go? Mm, I lost it. I lost it. There it is. Biden administration working to develop a system for people to prove they've been vaccinated. And this is not new. What did we tell you? What did we tell you way back when? Way back in... Where'd it go? Where's that good old Gil Bates video? What did we tell you? 51 weeks ago. Here's April 4th, 2020. opening up look like you know which activities have like schools have such benefit and can be done in a way that the risk of transmission is very low yeah and which activities like mass gatherings uh may be in a certain year sense, ago more optional and so until you're widely vaccinated those may not uh come back uh at all so those may not come back at all at all Where's the, the the other clip? is so much better. Oh, I got I got tons of. Th Where is? I'm trying to find the clip of him saying. Here it is. Is this it? No. Interpret the prime minister to be saying, and I'm sure if I'm not accurate, somebody will will point that out. Uh, that the notion that everyone who returns from everywhere goes into 14 days of, uh, of a hotel, that may not be the policy going forward as we look to the entirety of 2021, for instance, not knowing when a vaccine turns, turns up. Uh, that would then mean that you've got options. And one of those options might be to say to people, and other countries in the world are doing this, uh, here is an electronic device that means we can be certain about where you are. Uh, but there, are, there is some technology that can actually monitor your vital signs as well 
Uh, so it becomes something that's not just to uh, ensure you stay where you're supposed to stay, it's also a way in which we can monitor whether you're healthy or otherwise. Interpret the primary. <laughs> this is not a, these aren't new ideas. These are not new ideas. I'm trying to find, where is that clip? Got that clip of Gil Bates. lovely clip of good old Gil saying until and this was on a TED talk right I, I can't find my post I had a post of it like a year ago Bill Gates had a TED talk and they removed the section from the TED talk they removed they edited out this section from the TED talk where he said the quote was essentially we're going to need a way that we can identify who's been vaccinated and who's not been vaccinated. He straight up said, we need, we need them, them vaccine passports. This must be it. I think this is it. Heading in the right place, that humanity is heading in the right place. Are we in a better position now than you thought we were in five there's, years ago? There's Bill Gates just beaming. Well, the five years ago, I said that so happy. the pandemic is this unaddressed, very, very scary thing. And you think we're, so we will have antibodies scale up. We will have vaccine platforms. We will have early warning systems. We will do germ games. Uh, the yeah, cost of doing all those things well is very small compared to what we're going through here. There will be the ability, particularly in rich countries, to open up if things are done well over the next few months. But, it's been a year. Uh, for the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. Yeah, so anyways, he did, in that TED Talk, he did talk about the, uh, the Vax passports, right? Bill Gates and his foundation, right? Bill Gates' foundation. Oh, he's just such a, he's just such a philanthropist. Such a philanthropist. And with the philanthropist at the Rockefeller Foundation, if you remember this post back April 24th, 2020, I posted screenshots from their National COVID-19 Testing Action Plan, Pragmatic Steps to Reopen work, Our Workplaces and Our Communities, Rockefeller Foundation, suggested using the National Guard to conduct testing of every American. They wanted to test every American weekly, Right, massive amount of testing. Of course, they're using those swabs, those Klaus Schwabs, sticking them Klaus Schwabs up your dome piece. Those Klaus Schwabs that they're using have ethylene oxide. Right? They're, they're sterilized with ethylene oxide. Rockefeller Foundation, the tax-free shell game, fake philanthropy. Right, massive investors in pharmaceutical, industrial agriculture, big tech, GMOs, and depopulation. Want to track, trace, Everything, every movement that everybody does. They talk about digital apps and privacy-protected tracking software should be widely adopted to enable more complete contact tracing. Allow the infection status of most Americans to be accessed and validated in a few required settings and many voluntary ones. Right, so this is, this is what it's about. Oh, shoot. You guys can't even see it. I don't have it pulled up on... There it is. Sorry. 
You guys couldn't see the stuff. Y'all couldn't see it. The Rockefeller Foundation's lovely plan here. Test, track, trace, everybody, right? Digital apps, privacy protected tracking software should be widely adopted and enable more complete contact tracing. I'm gonna test the majority of the population weekly and then export that to the rest of the world. And then here they go with the digital ID. With the ID, they, this is what they told us back in April of 2020 for going to schools, for office employees, for passengers, traveling places, concerts, sports venues, ticket purchasers. This is how they want to roll it out. This is how they want to roll out the social credit system. This is only the beginning. This is only getting the first foot in the door. Once that foot is in the door, it is total control. It is complete Skinner box culture. It is Pavlovian training. You got to jump through the hoops. We're going we're gonna to make you do anything we want, right? Infinite, infinite possibilities. You see who that is? Like a pig. Use the flashlights. Go check on it. It's a weird sound. Right, so digital apps. Use the National Guard to deploy testing. They want a pandemic response core. Right, this is what Bill Gates has talked about as well. So anyways, this is total control, right? Tracking and tracing everything. And Digital ID, right? It ties in with the ID 2020. US combines nanotechnology blockchain COVID-19 immunity passports. Again, back in April 2020. Ledgerinsights.com. The goal is to ensure the authenticity of health data and support individuals to rejoin join the workforce quickly. The solution authenticates individuals being tested, the persons administering the test, and the test kits. Back to work certifications, sometimes referred to as immunization passports. And this is all planned long before any of this stuff happened. Color coded indicators, green, yellow, and red. See? And this is what they're training everybody with. In the South America, in, in this country where we live in Ecuador, they, they try to use the semaphoro system. It's red, red light, yellow light, green light. Yeah? And they'll put your. Uh, They'll put your area, your region, they'll put your province in the yellow light or the red light, but then never green light. It's always yellow or red, right? And they'll put you in red whenever they want. They'll pump up the cases, put you in red. Remember, this is seasonal. Yeah, so they're going to train you with this first. They train you with that red light, yellow light, green light. And no matter what you do, they're going to keep making you jump through more and more hoops. This is total control, right? Microsoft is involved in this. ID 2020, which Bill Gates heavily invested in. You know, it's, it's about technocracy. It's about control. Right? Then you can tie in biometrics, like we saw that guy talking about in that other clip, talking about biometrics, using biometrics to track and trace your vital signs to make sure you're healthy, yeah? 
We've also got cryptocurrency system using body activity data. You guys remember this one? Again, April 2020. This was this came out. When was this? I forget the date that this was actually published. A human body activity associated with a task provided to a user may be used as a mining process of a cryptocurrency system. So this is the social credits. This is this is it. You know, you got Bill Clinton, the Clinton Global Initiative, talking about doing contact tracing. But one of the things that you have to be able to do is to track people who are positive. Where were they? Who were they in contact with? How can you hem up any recurrence of this? Uh, should we have, like, should, like you did with the, California did with the Conservation Corps of Young People, should we have a contract tracer corps, even if we call it something more elegant? Should we yeah. really build the first public health network we've ever really built in this country over on this issue? The predicate for getting back to some semblance of normalcy is our ability to... Our ability to completely dominate everybody. Our ability to completely destroy your lives. By individuals through testing, to be able to trace their contacts, to isolate individuals uh, that have uh, either uh, been exposed or quarantined people that are tested positive. And that's just gonna require an army of folks and the capacity of consideration from individuals to allow uh, for their privacy uh, to be impacted by that kind of acuity of attention based upon where they've been and who they talked to. This virtual group of contact tracers um, would contact anybody who has tested positive to learn about their recent activities, um, who they may have been in contact with. We had something like 7,000 people, 9,000 people apply within the first couple of days oh. to be contact tracers so that we can actually... <laughs> we destroyed your jobs and here's, here's your new jobs, right? Bill Gates. Best, best BFF with Jeffrey Epstein. We'll have vaccine platforms. We will have early warning systems. We will do germ games. Uh, the cost of doing all those things well is very small compared to what we're going through here. There will be the ability, particularly in rich countries, to open up if things are done well over the next few months. But uh, for the world at large, normalcy only returns when we've largely vaccinated the entire global population. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You gotta do it all. All right, so John here. Yeah, so Rockefeller Foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, World Economic Forum. This is moving towards a global, centrally planned economy. Right? This is it's not about government. It's about economics. It's about governing through economics. It, it is when I said a year ago that this is a global coup. It's exactly what it is. It is a global soft coup. It is a slow coup of big tech, completely restructuring every single thing about the way we live. Right? And this is written about in the Fourth Industrial Revolution by Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, a book that was probably completely ghostwritten for him. Uh, and his other book, COVID nineteen: The Great Reset. This is. 
what it's about. It's about technocracy. It's not about saving lives. It's not about protecting you. It's about control. Okay? Speaking of which, you guys over there, we've got a bunch of bigots over here in, in the YouTube chat. What's up, bigots? We've got some, we got some, uh, some old school bigots. Old school bigots. Where'd they go? I saw a couple names that I haven't seen in a little while. We got... Where'd that guy go? Anyways, we've got, we got a few names that I recognize in there, at least. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? I know we got, we got the mods over there kind of keeping the chat YouTube-friendly, and that's for a reason. YouTube is very strict on what you can say and do. You know, we're always within the community guidelines, but this is why we've been moving everybody over to Rockfin, right? So we're, you can say what you want in the chat on Rockfin. All right, come over there in the chat on Rockfin. If you want to talk freely, that doesn't mean you act like a, like a douche, right? Behave. Be nice over there in the Rockfin chat. But uh, yeah, you can say what you need. You say what you please over there in the Rockfin chat. Uh, we'll come over here and read some of these tips on Rockfin. They also, there's a great tipping mechanism in Rockfin. Um, and we got, we got Amanda, we got John World, we got Robert Whitman, we got Clayton Wright and ELC all testing it out. We need more people. Test out that tip mechanism. See if it still works. See if it still works. And uh, you know, if you guys enjoy the stream, if you like the content, we're going to be doing more exclusive content premium content over there for Rockfin. I think what we might start doing as well is because of the YouTube situation, because of the inability to speak freely on many things, what we may have to do is stop. Uh, we, we might have to pull down some of these uh, videos from YouTube and make them exclusively over on Rockfin after the fact, just to keep this channel at least semi-able to continue streaming on YouTube. Now, I've never had a strike on YouTube, but they can just they hit people with those rapid strikes when they want them gone. So anyways, uh, we might start doing that, but we are going to have premium content over there. And uh, thank you guys on Rockfin. Thank you for the support over there and the tips on Rockfin. John World tipped 20 bucks. John World top, top bigot so far over on the Rockfin with that big old $20 tip. Says keep fighting the good fight. Thank you very much, John World. I appreciate that. Jan, Jan, or John, I don't even know how you say it. John World, we appreciate it. Um, another one, we got... Clayton Wright tipped 10 bucks, didn't even say anything. Robert Whitman tipped two bucks, thank you very much. Shout out to you guys. Amanda Magdalena, Amanda Magdalena, because, because, I'm, a, because I'm a Latina, a thick Latina, I have, to, I have to say Amanda Magdalena. She tipped 20 bucks, another, another top bigot over there. Thank you very much, Amanda. Says, a blessed great Lent to your family, been enjoying the streams during my work day. That's cool, Amanda, thank you very much. A blessed great Lent to you as well. We are looking forward to, we're looking forward to Pascha. <laughs> um, thank you very much, and we appreciate it. And thank you very much for your support. I'm trying to, if you're watching it during your work day, that means you must be over there in Australia or New Zealand, I'm guessing. All right, thank you very much. You guys over on YouTube, I put the link for Rockfin in the YouTube chat. Go over there on, uh, you can jump over to the Rockfin, pull it up another tab, check it out. It's running real smooth. The stream's running smooth over there on Rockfin. Tip mechanism's working. Prism's up there in the chat now. John World says, listen to that evil Bill Gates chuckle. Right as he says the whole world needs to be vaccinated, he giggles, exactly. Just like he giggles when he said, here's, here's, what, here's a picture of coronavirus. <laughs> These people are sick. This is, this, he is the quintessential like Bond villain character. He is, he is such a sick Twisted person. It, it's just so sad. Lord have mercy. Um, I mean, we, we've, got, we've got a lot 
We got a lot of people that have, have had their lives destroyed. We've had we've had children have their their education ruined. You had suicide rates and overdose rates going up like crazy. How many of you in the chat know somebody who's died from the coof? All right, how many of you know somebody that got taken out by the cove personally? How okay, how many of you know somebody who's died of a drug overdose in the last year or a suicide? in the last year? How many? How many of you know somebody who's died of cancer or who's died of kidney failure because they couldn't get proper treatment? Who's died of medical malfunction or a medical mispractice rather than malfunction? Taylor Homestead says, one COVID, five suicide, five suicide. Lord have mercy. That's so, that's so sad. That's so sad. I don't know an OD or suicide either. I just know one. Yeah, well, I'm glad. Good. I'm glad you don't. I, I, I know very few people who don't have it. somebody in their family that hasn't died of an overdose of drugs or suicide in the last year. All right, we got Damian Williams says new bigot here. New bigots in the chat. Thank you. Thank you for uh, for enjoying the stream. You guys share the videos, uh, like the videos, share them on uh, like other platforms too. Right, like if you got you know Twitters. If y'all up on the Twitter, if you got a Instagram, stuff like that, share them. Share the videos with your friends. These cannot break through the algorithmic blockades. Make sure you're subscribed. YouTube will unsubscribe you multiple times. Right? Heavily suppressed is this channel. But we still get the word out there. We still get the word out there. And then please, if you enjoy the streams, please support the stream. Please support the stream like the awesome bigots up in the chat. We got the Art of Truth and Love. The Art of Truth and Love sent another... Art of Truth and Love. I don't see you in the chat anymore. I don't know if you left. You sent this a whole hour ago. I'm sorry. I didn't see this yet. But thank you so much. Art of Truth and Love, the, the main sponsor of our stream. The Art of Truth and Love is today is our, is our, our Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for this stream. They're, they're floating the stream over there. The Art of Truth and Love says, let's wake people up back into humanity. No more nonsense. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. She, she, uh, she sent this link as well. We'll see what, see what this link is. A nine-minute nine video. I don't know if we're going to be, probably not going to be able to watch the whole thing. Is this on topic? There, yeah, the cashless world, exactly. Cashless world. Action, prove their identity, and we can track and control every transaction through this totalitarian surveillance system. We will end crime. And in order to believe in that... So this video that The Art of Truth and Love said, it's called, You Can't Buy Food, You'll Become a Non-Person. From Andreas Antonopoulos. From Be Inspired. Go check. We're sitting at a historical crossroads where the future of money is going to be digital. We're seeing a concerted effort around the world to ban cash, to reduce the availability, the value. All right, when this all started, remember there was the coin shortage? Yeah, and, then, and then cash is bad, cash is scary because you touched it. Anything that human beings touch is so bad. To make any transaction more than a thousand euros in cash, probably the 500 euro, 100 euro nodes are gonna disappear eventually. You're seeing this process of demonetization, of removing cash from the economy in order to funnel it all into banking systems that are under constant control and surveillance. This is a very dangerous future. And that's usually because they want the taxation, they want the legislation, they see 
Either they see that money used by corrupt parties or they just use that as an excuse to control it. The biggest criminals in the world have banking licenses of their own. They don't need to money launder. They own HSBC and that money launders for them. You know, the biggest money launderers in the world are the banks, obviously, because that's where the money is. The easiest way to money launder is if you have a banking license. So, of course, the biggest money launderers have banking licenses. These are excuses. What they want to do, of course, is they say taxation and corruption, but in fact, this actually increases corruption. So removing cash from an economy and, and putting everybody under surveillance um, doesn't mean the criminals can't use money anymore. Of course they can. They will. Right. No, this is, and this is what it's about, right? And, the, and then the, the cash and the surveillance economy, the social credits are the control mechanism the behaviorist control mechanism where you can subtly nudge and overtly nudge and totally control everything that people do. Everything that they do. Everything they purchase. Everyone they come in contact with. This is what the contact tracing is about as well, right? Because if you're being contact traced and you come in contact with the wrong person, right? Who can just be, you know, this, this person could be, they could have the cooties. Right? They could have the cooties. That person's got the cooties. They, they test positive for the cooties. You were in contact with them. Now you have to quarantine 14 Guys, days. If you want Four, to be the big 14 day quarantine for you, you can't make money for half a month. We don't give you a bank account. And, and since you can't use cash for anything, then you basically are a non-citizen. You are a non-person. And what this will end up doing is it will end up putting the burden again on the most powerless in our society, right? The poor, those who don't have ID, undocumented immigrants, uh, victims of human exactly. trafficking. It forces everybody, just like they forced everybody in this education, stay-at-home schooling system in Latin America. In South America, they forced all these poor people to have to put their kids on iPhones, iPads, to spend all their money purchasing big tech surveillance devices and internet connection for their house, when a lot of these people didn't want that before. These are simple people who grow food, simple people who work the land, and they're forced to stay home to put their children on the computer for school all day. And they will bypass the rules. They will deal in gold or Rolexes or cars. In fact, at some point in the height of the crack epidemic, they tried to ban cash in Baltimore in the United States, and criminals switched to using Tide detergent as cash. <laughs> Fungible, transportable, uh, brands, unforgeable, and useful. Just crates of tide. Right? There will always be criminal activity. That's tide pods. Tide pods are going to be the new currency, you guys. The innocent. Tide pods so are the new criminals crypto. always have privacy. Brian, do you want to also the have new privacy? new Bitcoin, rather. Or do you want only criminals to have privacy and only governments to have privacy? The real drug financing doesn't happen in cash. It happens in millions of barrels of oil and billions of pallets of dollars transmitted through wire transfers by the banks who get caught again and again and again yeah, and true. again. That is and they true. pay a fine that is a fraction, not only of the criminal behavior that they profited from, but of the tens of thousands of deaths they directly contributed to. I remember Wells Fargo, JP Morgan have been caught so many times laundering drug money. No, I mean the, the whole uh, <clears throat> the whole Epstein Maxwell thing has shown just how much of this madness, how much of this blackmail and whatnot is working at the highest levels of big foundations.
universities, industry, and the sciences, the so-called sciences, which have been completely bastardized and turned into pseudoscience. They will commit the worst of crimes, what I call mega crimes. Mega is the prefix we use for millions. A mega crime is one where, for example, you foreclose on a million homeowners and don't go to jail. That's a mega crime. We're doing surveillance and analytics to catch a petty drug dealer who's selling pot for Bitcoin. Who's doing surveillance and analytics on Lockheed Martin? Who's doing surveillance and analytics on the money laundering banks? Nobody. Do you know why? Shout, shout out to the Art of Truth and Love. This is, this is solid. This is a great video you are sent. completely captured. And the very system of controlling finance from above by having levers of power over the lives of millions of people, billions of people, of having the audacity to cut off entire countries and say, well, they're under sanctions. They're not privileged enough. They're not people enough to gain financial services. Guess who that attracts? If you build levers of power like that, the very worst sociopaths in our society are attracted like flies to shit to grab hold of those levers of power and destroy all of your freedoms as quickly as they can. We are building societies in which one bad election is the last election. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, look at what's happened in Turkey, what's happened in Russia, what's happened in Venezuela, what happens every day to billions of people around the world. Let me end on a positive note because you're probably a bit freaked out by all of this. You should be. This is serious stuff. Open, borderless, public, transparent, neutral, censorship resistant, strictly private, cryptocurrencies exist. They will not be regulated. They cannot be regulated. Not by committees. No. See, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think, look, some of these cryptos, they can be useful, but I don't think that these are going to be like the way out of it is the problem. Programmable customer protection. They provide reputation. Like I don't, I like cash. I don't want to be tied into digital transactions. I don't want all of my transactions being done through Microsoft dependent or Macintosh Apple dependent devices. Right, so it's like yeah, you know, I get it. There's some good cryptos out there, the actual private cryptos, but and turn it into an app that everyone can access without vetting, because they've already pre-vetted. They have agreed to download the software that follows the rules. Crystal Lightcap, she's stuck like on her legs, and she was on the fence lane on the electric and the broadcast. Did you push her off? No, dude. She's like she's all tangled up. I took the fence off. You took the fence off. I took the fence off. You need to go help her. She starts flailing when I come close. You know, she doesn't know me that well. I don't know. What do you, can I call Clever? No, because I six billion people need this. Should we regulate can't crypto? How much should we regulate crypto? She's breathing okay. Yeah, she's just laying on her side. She was grabbing. Crypto she's is about providing universal basic finance. To whoever needs it, so everywhere right. in the world. You guys, I gotta end the stream. We got a cow emergency going on here. Um, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. This is important. This is why I told you earlier. I said please go check when I they did. heard the sound initially, I and checked. this is you I check. Thought. But it's been like 15 minutes, 20 minutes of this. All right, we got we got an emergency, guys. Uh, it, we'll be all right. It's the calf. 
uh, has done something stupid and I hopefully can go and, and, and get it taken care of. Pray for me. Um, thank you guys for the support. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to read all the super chats and everything. The Art of Truth and Love sent one more video. Thank you very much. Uh, Andrew Sheed sent $25 through Super Chat. Johnny G donated, 10, uh, donated 15 bucks. Gen Z Philosophy, a couple of awesome Super Chats there. You guys, we'll be back tomorrow night. Um, pray for us. Pray for this animal. Hopefully she's okay. And, and, uh, Jason yeah, Jason Burmis tomorrow night. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Sorry for the sudden end to the stream. I wish this wasn't like this, but it is what it is. Uh, good night, God bless, and, uh, and, and pray for us. I don't know how to read her because I go closer and she starts moving around a bunch. And I can't see, I can't get a clear view of what she's